Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymond, founder and CEO of Driver Reach. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate all the feedback we've received on the show so far, so definitely keep it coming. And please remember to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platforms you use to listen. With recruiting drivers being such a challenge in the industry, I'm excited to be talking today with Dennis Cook, President and CEO of Transports Group, one of the largest CDO driver staffing companies in the nation, and a company that can play a vital role in augmenting your recruiting efforts. Great to see you, Dennis. Thank you so much for joining me. Great to be with you, Jeremy. Thanks for inviting me. Now, driver staffing is near and dear to my heart. This is where I cut my teeth in the trucking industry going back 18 years. Before starting Driver Reach, I, I owned a regional driver staffing company, Driving Ambition. Uh, it didn't take me long to understand how valuable uh, the ability to recruit, qualify, and hire safe and dependable drivers is. Uh, they're in high demand, and they always have been. And although I'm no longer uh, on the staffing side, I still recognize the value it brings to the industry. So my hope uh, today during our conversation is that we can uh, you know, cover all that Transforce does and how uh, it's a leader in a space where the demand for CDL drivers is stronger than ever before. I'd like to talk about the value and, and potential risks of driver staffing. And I'd like to uh, discuss your background in the industry and, and your vision for the company as president and CEO. And then, of course, uh, we'll take a, a question submitted by a listener during our deeper dive segment. Does that uh, work for you? That sounds great. Uh, let's start with Transforce Group. So there was a time uh, when, when Transforce was focused solely on driver staffing. Uh, but now it's 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 blossomed into so much more than that. Can you provide an overview of the company and you know what all it does now? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, Transforce Group was founded back in the '90s, and uh, it was a staffing organization at at the time. Today, it's it's a tech enabled um, solutions provider for the transportation industry. It's really what we've become. And uh, you, we've got Jeremy. We've got um, sixty branches in the U.S. and Canada, covering 250 markets, over 4,000 drivers on our roster. And our teams are working tirelessly for our carriers to, to face head on this dr acute driver shortage that we're all experiencing. So I thought I'd do just give you a quick run through of our product lines, how we're you know facing into the problems that we're all seeing with, with the driver shortage. So you start with our CDL schools. Uh, not a lot of people know that Transforce Group own CDL schools around the country. Um, in fact, we graduate three to 4,000 drivers a year, uh, and 70% of those graduates are military. And we're just having a lot of success right now placing our, our military students, all of our students, but again, 70% are military, placing them with, with our carriers. Uh, we call the program Troops to Transportation. And uh, a lot of interest, especially with the driver shortage we've seen. We, we've really seen an uptick in the interest in, in these drivers. Jeremy, it's interesting. Um, when we uh, started trying to place our, our students by hire, we hire the students and we place them with our carriers. And historically, our carriers have said, look, we want at least one year of experience. We've been able to overcome that with, with two things. First, pointing out the MOS experience that they have or the military occupational specialty that they have where they drove in the military. Pointing that out has been very important and people recognize the value of that. Second, we put in place what we call a finishing school. 
where after the CDL, the 160 to 180 hours of CDL training, um, we're actually providing a four to eight week finishing school that we customize with the carrier. We can provide the instructor, we can do a train the trainer, however the carrier wants to do it. We're giving our students another four to eight weeks of training. And it's interesting, several of our carriers had problems initially getting coverage from their insurance carriers. When we presented our program and the military background of our students, Jeremy, eight out of eight carriers we've talked to have reversed and said, we'll, we'll cover the drivers, which is fantastic. So we're sharing that story everywhere. We're just having a ton of success. We placed 160 students year to date. We're on a run rate. We're going to do well over a thousand a year going forward. So that, that's been a big win for us. Next, we're putting the commercial learners permit or the theory portion of the CDL online. So now you've got people around the country who can get their CLP or the training for their CLP online with us. And we're then partnering with schools around the country, referring those students to those other schools for behind the wheel training. And then we're hiring from those schools. That's been a real win for us. And uh, then I'd like to move on to our, um, uh, our employment solutions product line. That's where our high volume is. That's where we have 4,000 drivers that we employ today. We provide all kinds of offerings for our customers, um, ranging from a dedicated long-term assignment, where in essence, they're leasing our driver from us, short-term flex assignments that are you know two, three, four weeks long, where we're constantly moving our drivers into to different positions. Some want a temp to perm. Some of our carriers say, look, you know, I'm going to try the driver out, but then, you know, I may hire them on a permanent basis and we can accommodate that. And finally, direct placement where they say, look, we'll, we'll pay you a fee, but find the driver. Final product line that we've got right now that's really hot is, is one where uh, we've got carriers who are outsourcing their recruiting to us and paying us on a monthly basis to, in essence, be their recruiting arm. And we're doing that for drivers, for um, mechanics, for technicians, uh, and for warehouse workers. So that's an overview of our product line. Well, and you're an expert in that. That's what you do every day, all day long, right? Is recruit, qualify, and hire drivers. So that, that makes a lot of sense. And like I said, that's uh, that's my background. And uh, so it's, it's music to my ears to hear all of that. You also, though, uh, are involved in, uh, do you have some lead generation products as well? Uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, you know, we, we do digital recruiting or digital solutions. And uh, that's an area where companies want to accelerate, you know, their flow of applications. And we're able to do that digitally for them. In addition, we also provide uh, safety products where we'll train drivers online on safety. So now I'm curious how the how this, the current driver shortage has, has affected your business. Obviously, the past year and a half has been, uh, uh, I guess, tumultuous is a is, is a reasonable word. Um, how has it affected? How has it affected all the, the various lines? I mean, demand has obviously increased in every line, um, but then you've also got the, the the supply side, you know, where there's a challenge. So demand has never been stronger. Our, our backlog of Open orders is is at all time highs, but then the challenge is finding the drivers, and that's where it's opened up the creative ideas like the CDL schools that I was sharing with you earlier. 
it's really opened that up. You know, we're finding, by the way, you know, the the perception that the drivers with less than one year are not as safe. It's just not the case. That's not the data that we're seeing is that not only are they as safe, if not safer, because they're very diligent coming out of school. We're also finding they're very loyal coming out. So the turnover isn't as high. So, you know, Jeremy, we've seen is demand's high. Um, Supply is, is difficult. But what it's leading to is creative solutions. And I'll give you another one that we're going to be introducing in the second half of this year. Uh, we call it Transforce One. And Transforce One is a digital solution where we have uh, our drivers downloading an app. You can go out and download it. It's, it's, it's on the App Store now, uh, both for Android and Apple. And um, uh, a driver puts in all of their preferences. Um, what their qualifications are, what their preferences are. And then we provide a portal to our carriers where they're able to digitally match, you know, their demand, what, you know, what they're looking for from a driver in the, in the specific job. And then what a driver, um, what their preferences are. And that's leading to a better match than we've ever had and a faster match, which is so critical in this environment where you've got such a tight supply and high demand for drivers. So, you know, I do want to talk about driver staffing in, in particular, especially the benefits. Um, you know, how do companies, when you're talking, how do they find the most value in their relationship with staffing? I understand the concept of it and, a, and I'm a big supporter of it, even outside of staffing, even in my business today, there are opportunities to hire people. You can outsource people who are really good at one particular thing or the other. But, you know, how, how do companies find the most value in their relationship with, with Transforce? Well, you know, I think it's it's a great question because I think oftentimes um, carriers don't even understand everything that uh, a staffing company, especially a tech-enabled staffing company, can provide. And so, you know, what I would say is, you know, as I went through that list of all of the solutions that, that we have, um, I think that carriers can take more advantage of, of the benefits that a staffing company can provide than they are today. And I think that's one of the challenges, and that's one of the reasons we're increasing our marketing and communication uh, out there, and then also putting digital tools in our carriers' hands and in our drivers' hands. Um, so that's what I would say. I think it's just an awareness, more than anything, Jeremy, of all of the solutions that we have, because they're numerous, You know, ranging from uh, a short-term need to a long-term need, um, digital solutions that, that are available, new sources of supply like CDL schools and, and gaining access to military veterans. There's just so many opportunities that are there for our carriers. It's, it's for the carrier to, you know, be aware of everything we have. And our job is to communicate that, to make sure they're aware of all the solutions that we have. So, you know, you talk about the CDL school and, and I thought, uh, I was thinking before you even said that, how, you know, drivers don't grow on trees. You're, you're challenged the same way everyone else is as far as the supply side. But while they don't grow on trees, you are helping to make them with the CDL school. And I think that's fantastic. And then it's helping to attract more new entrants into the industry. And then, of course, training them and providing a home for them. I mean, Jeremy, think about it. The retirements keep growing. Yeah. What's the average age of our workforce is in the 50s. And, uh, you know, with COVID, we had a lot of retirements. You had, you know, the clearinghouse and what it's done 
to, you know, uh, what about 50 to 60,000, it's estimated, of drivers who haven't come back through through the um, programs that are available. Uh, and then you had the CDL schools that were shut down for part of last year. You put all that together and we've got an acute problem. And to your point, I think part of the solution is, is increasing, ramping up our CDL schools. And like I said, the veterans is just a great source of talent to bring to the workforce. It's just a win for everybody all the way around. So we're creating supply. We're now helping our carriers with finishing programs to have an ongoing supply of those students. And we've got several carriers. In fact, there's one on freight waves, um, those hulks, who said, look, we couldn't get the drivers. And uh, guess what? Partnering with Transforce, we now have a continuous flow of drivers coming from the CDL schools that's enabling us to grow. I want to talk about the caliber of drivers you employ. And, I, and I'm sensitive to this from, from being from the staffing side of the business. Um, you know, I recall having conversations where, you know, you'd have to, you know, companies would wonder or ask, you know, why, why a driver would choose to work for a staffing company versus a carrier. You know, they assume that maybe they were, you know, subpar or, you know, and I know that wasn't the case. And there was a lot, you know, of explaining that you'd, you'd have to, you know, share for them to understand. Um, this certainly wasn't the case with, with my previous company. I know that's not the case with Transforce. How, how would you describe the caliber of the drivers that you employ? I mean, they're outstanding, to put it simply. Uh, our, our safety record is compared to um, other private fleets that, that are out there. According to NPTC, we've, we've uh, we're at 20% safer based on the metrics over the last uh, nine years, I believe it is. So safety is, has been unquestioned. Um, I think the loyalty is, is there. And the other thing I'd say is, you know, when, when a driver comes to Transforce, we like to say you've got a job for life because we're able, we're working with all these carriers. And, you know, if there's a carrier where the job, uh, you know, is done, we can move you to another carrier. So we're, we're your agent to be able to move you to, to all these carriers. And so from a carrier's point of view, it's look, we're creating drivers through our CDL schools. We've got a roster of 4,000 that that's growing. Um, it's it's a great source of talent for our carriers. Can we, is it is it safe to say also that, and especially for for the audience who's you know uh, obviously they're looking for anything, any opportunity to improve their situation. Um, however, I don't want a recruiter to be concerned that you know working with a group like like Transforce, it's not replacing their recruiting department. That's not the intent. It's really. Um, it's 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 an augmentation of their recruiting efforts. Is that fair to say? Absolutely, it's complementing. That that's really what it is. Now, if if you're smaller and you don't have a recruiting organization, what a great way to to gain access to it. Uh, if you've got a terrific recruiting organization, you know we're able to to support you. There's numerous large companies that we're working with where you know we're, we're complementary to their recruiting organization. And again. The CDL school thing has been a game changer. It really has. Just brand new source and finishing schools. Well, what, is, what has happened there is, has really been a winner. Well, you mentioned CDL school again, so that's a good, a good uh, segue to our deeper dive segment uh, where we'll take a question uh, from a listener seeking expert advice. And this really has been a recurring theme for, for all, most of this year. Uh, the question is, do you believe that the minimum age for CDL drivers should be reduced from 21 to 18? Uh, related to schools, uh, do you have any any thoughts on that uh, topic? 
First, we support the ATA's position on that and in, in representing what's best for the industry, and obviously they support it. So it makes sense. It, you know, it really does, especially what is 400 hours required, Jeremy, I believe, of of in the truck training uh, before they go across state lines. I think 240 hours are with an instructor in in the cab. So. You know, again, based on our CDL school experience, it just makes sense. So, yeah, I support it. It, make, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. And I know, you know, I've had conversations. It, it can be controversial for some. Um, but uh, but I, I do think at the end of the day, it's 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 what's going to be necessary to really help move the needle. We've got to get more new entrants into the industry. And we've got to help improve the image of the industry. Um, let's let's switch gears and, and let's talk about Dennis Cook. You've been in the industry for for many years. You know, prior to taking over as as president and CEO of Transforce uh, last year, you were the president of Riders Fleet Management Solutions. Um, how did you get your start in transportation, and and what is it about the industry that keeps your passion going? Yeah, yeah. Actually, my my start was back in my GE days. I ran logistics worldwide for GE Healthcare, and so that's that's when I, I got into uh, transportation logistics and kind of got the bug. And um, I then made a move from GE Healthcare, where I ran a security business that was putting in CT scanners and x-ray systems around the world. So I was dealing with the TSA all the time. So, um, you know, still connected into uh, the transportation industry. And uh, uh, when I decided I was going to leave the the security business, um, I got a call and ended up at Ryder, and it was a great, great run. I just really fell in love with the industry. I think with Ryder in particular, and um, and now here at Transforce Group, it's it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. It's you know we're addressing the industry's most acute problem, partnering with drivers and carriers all over the country, and uh, you know it, it's just you can make a difference. I mean, this country needs. Truck drivers, let's let's face it. I mean, COVID showed us that more than ever, right? Where our heroes were were our truck drivers, and uh, so putting tools in their hands, putting solutions into our, our carriers' hands, um, that's really what energizes me. So you've got nearly a year under your belt with Transforce. You know, you, you mentioned uh, uh, Transforce One. You know, uh, beyond that. Uh, what's next? Any any additional expansion opportunities, sort of further tying uh, service offerings together? Yeah, I, I think that you know I mentioned the online training and partnering with other schools around the country. Uh, we're excited about that, Jeremy. I mean, there's between three and four hundred thousand, depending on what you read, CLPs issued each year, and being able to help students get their CLP referring those students to partner schools around the country, that's a that's a source, Jeremy, for drivers for us to hire for our carriers and or to place them for our carriers. So that excites us. You know, that whole digital future of um, you know going out, remember, we're graduating three to four thousand a year. Now we're playing in the big pond of three hundred to four hundred thousand CLP um, students per year, and then partnering with schools around the country. So think about it for a minute. I've had I've got salespeople around the country who don't have our CDL schools in their backyard, 
They said, well, that's not fair. <laughs> where, where are my schools I can recruit from for my carriers? And now we're partnering with the schools around the country uh, where we're, you know, they're getting the CLP from us and then behind the wheel training from other schools. And then we're able to uh, offer a job to those students and help our carriers out. So we're excited about that. We're excited about uh, more online training in general, um, expanding into a compliance offering ultimately. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Transforce One, which basically what we're doing is so, Jeremy, it is so inefficient today. When you look at, as we're trying to match our carriers' needs with our drivers, the spreadsheets, emails, you know, sticky notes, et cetera, the to- our people need tools. And so we're excited to provide those tools to then get that matching done quicker and partner with others in the industry to make that happen. Well, the iron is hot for that. I think the, the demand, first of all, I think the industry overall is deficient when it comes to technology in that area, but, and was so exposed uh, in the last year and a half with, because of the pandemic. And so I think the iron is hot and the, the, the evolution towards embracing technology to help, uh, address the the challenges. I think you're 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 in the right place at the right time. Um, I, I do want to talk about though uh, before we wrap up y- your thoughts on the future of the industry. Uh, obviously, being so in and, and all in on on helping address the driver issue, uh, the topic of of autonomous technology continues to creep into conversations, you know, creating concerns about the future of the CDL driver. Um, is that something that keeps you up at night? What are your thoughts on uh, on autonomous technology? It doesn't. You know, we're obviously, as I said at the beginning, we're, we've become a tech-enabled solutions company. And so, you know, technology and where it's going doesn't doesn't scare us. Uh, we embrace it. And when it comes to, you know, autonomous and in, in its future, we, we look at it this way. It's, it's the role of the driver is going to change. Uh, how it's going to change, I don't know. Is a driver going to be eliminated? We don't think so. Um, that use the airplane analogy, right? I mean, look, look at a pilot today at what a computer flies it 95% of the time, but you need a pilot. Now the role of the pilot has changed over the years. Same thing for a truck driver. It's likely to change. And Jeremy, the way we're thinking about it is how can we be part of that? How can we train our drivers to participate in an autonomous world? So we're looking at, you know, partnerships. We're looking at what kind of certifications would be required for an autonomous vehicle? So no, we're not we're not afraid of it. We're we're embracing it, and and we see again when you look at our focus on training and education, we see an opportunity there. Now you can't stick your head in the sand. I mean, you got to be aware of what's going on, and, uh, and and so that's what we're doing. We're 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 embracing it, and um, it, it doesn't scare us. And you adapt as you as you need to, and as you said, not keeping your head in the sand. Uh, Dennis, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I appreciate the work you're doing uh, in addressing some, you know, the industry's greatest challenges with, with driver shortage. Thank you so much. Jeremy, it's a pleasure. It's great talking to your audience. Thanks. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.